This is Ladies Life. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Tia. Welcome to the Ladies Hive podcast, the show where we delve into the female minds as we discuss all issues that affect our daily lives with reference to personal experiences and of course, dishing out words of advice with zero judgments. Thank you so much for stopping by. Please to ensure that you listen to the podcast till the end. And of course, connect with us on social media today on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Ladies Hive and enjoy the show. Hey, Hivers, what's going on? How are you doing and how is your week going? I hope that your week is going on as awesome as possible. And if your week is not going as planned, well, look on the bright side. I'm here to just with you and just shoulder some of those things with you. All right? So, it's great to be back here again. Another week of just and catching up. How was your weekend? Well, my weekend was good and my week has been yeah, a little bit slow, but, you know, we are catching on to it. So, today is... We've got mail. Yes, we are taking a mail from one of our hivers today. And, oof. <laughs> well, I need some help with this. So I have someone here who is going to be sharing my mic with me to share her thoughts on this. Our contributor on today's episode is Iobosa. Ah. Everyone, <laughs> yes, you all know her already. She's like a go to person when it comes to marital stuff because, of course, I'm not married yet. So, well, I need some insider's perspective, and that's what she'll be bringing today on the show because the mail is marriage related, all right? Let's uh, get to it. I would read the mail first, and then we can have a discussion on it. and you know, we share our thoughts and give our advice, right? This mail says, the subject is, we need your help. And it says, good day, Tian. My name is XOXO. <laughs> and myself and my husband listen to your show and we love it. Please keep up the good work. Thank you very much. I have been married to my husband now for about a year now. And before we got married, we both agreed that we would wait for a maximum of two years before we have kids so we can be financially ready for when our baby finally comes. But it feels like the moment we said I do to each other, family members began to ask when they will come back for a naming ceremony. It's really bad that any family function we attend, there's someone who has an opinion as to how... I should be pregnant by now and and it's really annoying and frustrating. I don't know what to do. Even my mom and mom-in-law would give me Agbo <laughs> in quotes. Well, for those of us that are non-Nigerian, Agbo is a herbal mixture that, you know, we take in these parts and it's called I think it's that word zero about word, right? So will give me Agbo and other medication for both me and my husband because they think there's something wrong with me or with us. My husband is doing all he can to shield me because 
there are so many accusing fingers pointed at me as the infertile one. And we've tried to explain to both our parents, but they, they don't seem to understand. And extended family members, oof, that one is another story. And I am just tired of always trying to explain myself or just staying silent and taking the jabs from them. It's beginning to wear my husband out as well and they get to him. And now we don't know what to do. So please, we are writing you this for you and your community to share some advice with us. Thanks. And actually they signed this, the both of them signed this, so. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, this, this is such a familiar story. I think 98% of mm. the married, newly wedded married couples mm -hmm. in um, Nigeria especially can probably relate to this. And not just now. It's been like that like forever. <laughs> I've been married now for 13 years. And when I got married, it was like that. Oh. So the story has not changed. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So the story has not changed. And the story is not likely to change if Jesus tarries until the rapture. <laughs> it's going to be like that. So um, guys, don't think that we are in a unique situation. It's something that has been like that for a long time. So I'm saying this to say what I'm going to say next so you understand. So because it has always been like that and it's not ready to change, it means that you are under no obligation to put yourself under pressure. Yes. If it was a unique situation, you probably might feel pressurized, but because it's not a unique situation, just be relaxed and don't put yourself under pressure. Because I feel that for couples, before you get married or when you just get married, there are some things you want to attain, there are goals that you set, and then there is no other person in that marriage with you, irrespective of whatever they like to think. It's just the two of you, at least for now, that are still in that marriage. It might look like the whole family is involved, but when it comes to the final details of the running of the home, it's just the both of you. So the both of you know best on how you want to start the family and when and where. That being said, there are some of these people that you cannot just tell to mind their business. <laughs> For some others, you can, but when we now start talking of parents mm -hmm. and in-laws, mother-in-laws especially, and all the mothers and mother-in-laws, both of them, <laughs> you cannot literally tell them to mind their business. So, <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you, provide two solutions that seemingly sound unorthodox, yeah. but in my opinion, that's the way to go. Number one, you sit them down. Now, when I say sit them down, I to be... Either you sit them down together, as in you sit your mom down together and your mother-in-law, as in the couple now, both of you, to both mothers individually, two so together. Are you saying with the two of them with one, one mom so each? I'm going the two of them with the girl's mom, the two of them with the separate mom separately. Oh, right. Or the girl speaks to her mom and the guy speaks to his mom. Yeah, I think they tried that because you said they tried to speak to their parents, but yeah, it's not... 
they're not getting through to them. So I don't, it's not, it wasn't stated in the mail if, you know, they went all the way or they just tried to cushion. Okay, so if they did not go all the way, mm. I think it's that time you had that frank discussion and with explain them. explicitly. And not, you don't literally even need to explain mm. because like I said earlier, it's your marriage. But mm. let them, let them understand that there is an agreement because there's some things that you need to put in place before kids start coming so that, you know, when they come, they can have a better life. You know, all those nice stories that would appeal to the ears. But then be also, also be ready for the fact that they will tell you that the children come with their own blessings, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is true to a larger extent. But at yeah. the same time, as they come with their own blessings, they need to come and meet the house ready. Right. It won't make sense for you to bring them into a Afazad home, mm -hmm. believing that they'll come with their own blessings. They would come with their blessings because children are a blessing, yes. But then they need to come to a prepared and a ready home, emotionally ready, psychologically, because it's not only about the physical things now. The couple needs to be psychologically and emotionally ready to start catering to somebody else because I tell you, they will take your entire time, especially the mom. So you need to be in a prepared state. So be ready to get all that excuses and all that. If that doesn't work or if you decide that I don't want to go that route. It's, it's going to stress me out a lot. I will give you the second option, in my opinion, which might not go down well with a lot of people because a lot of people are out there. Yes, it's none of their business. I agree. But like I said earlier, for parents, there's a limit to which you can tell them that. <laughs> in short, there's no limit. You cannot tell them to butt out because they would not. <laughs> and then you'll be tagged the rebel and the ungrateful mm. child and mm. all that. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. So, brethren in the Lord, tighten your belt and keep drinking the agbo. <laughs> keep getting the prayers because they will keep praying and giving the agbo. Get ready to drink more until you are ready. So when you are now ready, in their own minds, the abo and the prayers are finally paid off. Work. To avoid stories that touch and stress. Eh, but I, if, I mean, if I were in these shoes, I will probably not drink them. Yeah, so that's part of what I'm saying. A lot of them you don't drink in their presence, but they give you. Uh, because you are supposed home. to drink them. So what I when I said when I said keep taking them, mm. I mean you have to keep receiving all right. with a very grateful <laughs> heart and countenance. As in your Yikes. gratitude will be written all over you. Your gratitude for whatever it is that you are being given be written all over you so you receive it with a very grateful heart and with a grateful countenance now that is a very sure way for you to have peace and <laughs> long life this would work i i trust me this would work for mother-in-laws and mothers just trust me because in their opinion, they're doing everything they can. They can. And then they will keep praying, and then every time you keep saying amen, you know, in your heart, you are telling God that you know what we agree. In short, sometimes, even if you don't say amen, they will keep praying, because it doesn't really matter as far as they're concerned. This is the way. So keep taking it. Have a collection of Agbo <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> storage. In your pantry. In your pantry. Or better still, please don't have the collection. So that when they come visit you. Know that? <laughs> <laughs> that look, that would just open another another war entirely. Please don't have the collection, please. 
give, you can give it, you can give for, you know, you might know someone that really <laughs> might need it. <laughs> My need is a go. No, but or really, you just trash it. I go prescriptions. I get that it comes from a good place. Yes, but sometimes I really feel like parents need to take a chill pill. That's one. And I feel like there's this like there's this cycle of go to school, get done with school, get a job, get married, have children. Like our parents just expect that it. It Life just comes in that yes, succession, yes. and I, I, I it's just I agree. I agree. Forgetting so, that this, mm. we have our own plans as well. We have our own. I, I don't look. think African parents or Nigerian parents expect children to have their plans. <sighs> I, Sadly, I, I agree I, with that statement. Yeah, I, it, no, I, no, it doesn't matter how old yes, you get, as long as they're still alive. Yes, well, I, they I, always feel like they have a Yes, I don't think they they believe that you are capable of making <laughs> your own decisions for yourself. Yeah. So even some, the liberal ones, even they, I think it's, the it's just no the Nigerian. Nigerian. <laughs> the, so, the Nigerian in them. Yeah, so uh, for, for peace sake, usually, what children that grew up in this part of the world have, have learned to do is to say, yes, sir, and yes, my wife, they are with them, irrespective of how old you are, and then just go back and do whatever it is you decide to do by yourself. Because mm. not saying yes is a bigger problem <laughs> than not doing. So say yeah. yes, and then just do what you want to do. It's okay. The Bible has said you should honor your parents so that mm. your days might be long. Mm. So arguing with them really does not bring anything. Just say yes. It won't take anything from you. It doesn't mean you have to do it, because I'm sure in their minds, they probably know that you probably would not do it because sometimes <laughs> what they're asking you for sounds ridiculous. Yeah. So it's it's a promise that you they know in they, the deepest part. They just they want to acknowledge you, but they just <laughs> want to feel. I think it's it's them wanting to feel that they still have control over their children, even though they know that once you get to a certain age, the the control is limited. Yeah. So I think it's that limitation that they don't usually want. Yeah. So it's okay. So sometimes you just need to massage their ego and just mm. let them. I think that it's, in a way, it's a way of them staying relevant. relevant in their lives. Because so I, think, I, I think that, you know, from documentaries that I watch and see and stuff, it, it feels like some parents, when, it, when their children get to a certain age, they begin to feel irrelevant. And that's yeah. actually, for par- most parents, you know, revolve their lives around their children so when they get to a certain age and they're just like okay what don't now be obsolete <laughs> exactly that's the word let me take it a little bit back when you're saying that um they shouldn't the couple shouldn't allow the pressure get to them like i don't know it feels like that that is easier said than done no because then and then i'm going to just add this you know, also with the talk, when you're saying they should have a proper talk mm-hmm. with their parents mm-hmm. and, and all, you do know that, I don't know if it's a Nigerian thing, if it's an African thing, or if it's just a people's thing, where parents, especially mothers, know how to trip you. Yeah, I think it's just a Nigerian I, th- I actually think it's a Nigerian I think it's an African thing. <laughs> they will go there, and then before you know it, the moms are bursting into tears. You know what we to carry my I'm getting old and gray. That's why that first option is for you that have a very strong resolve. <laughs> Even when the, these moms have several grandchildren, no? 
you've seen uh, they have a lot of grandchildren say you are the last one and then your your elder ones have all gotten married and they all have children so it's not a case of I don't have any grandchildren but they'll still be saying you don't want me to use my bag to carry your it's never enough I, I think it's never enough so I, yeah, I, I, I feel that for me personally I, I think that a lot of couples should just take that second option <laughs> because because Sincerely, okay, so I'm going to say something that I'm not even sure if a lot of people know this, my siblings. But I definitely know that my parents do not know. Okay. Or maybe my siblings. I want to believe that we would have had that discussion. Because some time back, I was still discussing with my um, brother that just got married and his wife. Mm -hmm. So when I got married, I decided, my son and my husband, we had decided that minimum would be a one and a half years. Before, before you have children. Before we take our first job. Okay. I think I've discussed my siblings. Because I just felt that, because I know, because from experience and, you know, watching people, I know I know how children can be time-consuming. Yes. I, I, said, I said I've been married for 13 years now, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm still, I've not recovered <laughs> from giving birth to those two wonderful boys. I'm still, I'm still in the process. Maybe when the second one goes to... Maybe the secondary school or something. Maybe I would, but I'm still there. So I felt like I needed at least, at least six months, eight months, one year, one year. to just be married. Months, For me, it wasn't right? even about financial, financial stability. Yeah. You know, it was because I think I was prepared right from the beginning for children, financial in quotes and psychologically and all that but it was just about the fact that i just needed time and space you know ready to share yes i just wanted that time because i know that when the babies start coming for us especially as women there's a tendency for us to divert a lot of the attention mm -hmm. to the kids mm. i think it's a natural female instinct so i wanted that time with my husband so he knows that okay oh, I'm all yours, there is no sharing of attention and all that. So it was a yeah. conscious decision. Obviously, you can imagine if it's difficult to discuss with your parents now in 2020 that you're not ready to have children, maybe you get married. Now take your mind back to 2008 and imagine how <laughs> much more difficult that conversation would have been. Oh, that's that's why option one was not even, <laughs> was not an option for me at all. As in, I didn't even consider, it didn't cross my mind. It's now that it's crossing my mind. <laughs> But then, no, it didn't even cross my mind at all. That you said, me? I never thought about it. It's I, like... That's the truth. I never thought about it. So what did I do? I took my time. I was collecting the abo <laughs> and the prayers and answering the questions. I had a pantry full of abo stuff that I used to empty whenever I know that somebody's coming to visit. <laughs> I'll collect it, like I said, with a very... Because by the time it was four months, I started receiving questions. Questions and... Like, questions I'm not understanding. And, and I'm like, okay. Like, four months into your marriage. Yes. And I'm like, I just got to marry, for goodness sake. So by the time it was six months, eight months, ah. So the frequency of the abo and all that had increased from both from my mom, my mother-in-law, as in well-meaning, amazing women. So I'll just collect and be happy. And receive all... And my mom can pray. <laughs> Bless when her. Things like this that happen. You, the prayer point of the family devotions that you are in usually takes a different thing. It's not receiving children and all that. And because I'm a spiritual person, yes. and I know that what you say can. So when prayer points start going in that direction, I just keep quiet. 
Because amen means so shall it be. Mm -hmm. So I just keep quiet and allow everybody that is not in the matter to be saying amen on their own. But when the time was right, yeah. it didn't take me up to one month I took in. And mm -hmm. I shared the good news very graciously with everybody. Yes. And everybody was happy. All yeah. the prayers, all the agbo, all the fertility <laughs> drugs, agbo. It was fine. Everybody was happy. Everybody was. The same thing with my second child. The second child, I was a little bit bolder then. And I just kept telling them that this one cannot be more than, less than two years before I gave birth. Mm. But they did not know that in my mind, I was planning for five years. <laughs> I kept telling them that I should not worry that, that I boldly told everyone that the minimum is two years. Mm -hmm. That I don't want to take in for two years. And I'm like, okay, two years is still a good girl. But in my mind, at the middle of my mind, five years, one and a half, five years, life should be very easy because I was yeah. not ready to start all that drama mm -hmm. two years after. Right. By the time it was two years, two years, six months, we started the cycle again <laughs> until it was time and life oh, yeah. continued. Wow. wow. So, like I said, I don't know any other <laughs> way, but. That's why I said, the, don't allow the pressure to get to yes, you. Because yes. I know how it can be. But then, it's something that you decided by yourself. Yeah. Because it's not something that is wrong with either one of you. Mm -hmm. It's easier for you not to let the pressure get, get to, you. to you. Because you know that I'm doing this from my own comfort. Mm -hmm. It's a different case if you are trying to take in and, and it's, it's not, not happening. And then people are on your case. Yeah. It's a different thing. You feel bad, you know, you are sad. But this one, it was you that made the decision. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if people are asking you. In your mind, they're like, how is your business? Yeah, it's I'm just, just that, not ready. you know, you know how, actually extended family. Yes. Extended family, can, they can just get on your it's nerves. It's fine. Just tune them out and ignore them. Tune them out. When they are done and you come back and you're like, oh, thank this well. Amen. So, so let me ask now, it, because, I mean... We've heard of some extreme cases, right? These kinds of situations, even sometimes even after explaining to the parents and stuff, it still gets a little dicey for the woman that's the wife now because I don't know why there's that default setting that yeah. when there's no child, it's just automatically the woman's fault. It's an fault. African mentality, again, again. <laughs> so. Yeah, so... In a case where they are preferring spiritual uh, help, now in quotes, let's go to this mountain somewhere, let's go to one somebody somewhere, Your one prophet somewhere. How to that should be a very firm and strong no. Now it doesn't matter with preferring that solution because if it doesn't. Except you are the kind of person that goes yes. to spiritual homes naturally. Yes. In the case where it doesn't tally with your own spiritual standing. You know, for... And to avoid being labelled, ah, <laughs> she's hiding something, I mean, she's a kinikon. One of the things I like about this meal is that the, she said that our husband is shielding her. Yes. So it means that they are in sync. Yes. It means that it would not just take anyone just dissing his wife or making comments about her, and all yes. that, which is fine, mm. as far as I'm concerned. That's gives her a, the edge and the leverage already. Yeah. Because whenever the solution is being provided for, if her mom says, let's go, she can say no. Mm. Last, last, she will be angry. Mm -hmm. But then we still make up. Yeah. She's her mom after all. Yeah. And now that he's on her side, if the mother-in-law says, let's go, he can say, no, my wife is not going. It's against what we believe. God will do it in his own time. That's what I believe, and I'm standing by it. Unless, like I said, they are the kind of people that go to spiritual homes naturally. If mm -hmm. not, 
what what are they looking for pandan that's not <laughs> it's just i feel i don't i feel like i mean the husband cannot be there two for seven no but it depends on the in that kind of conversation mm. let's go to a spiritual home probably a discussion about the phone and all that and all that or a visit and all it's not the day i come to visit you now that you now say we should be going we'll plan another day so obviously the person i suggesting knows that i will go and discuss with my husband <laughs> i shall not decide by myself and be going I to home. so that discussion will definitely happen okay. and then the counter discussion will happen after that part it's okay they they might be upset for a while Mm. But they will, they will get over it eventually. What I've learned over time is eventually they will get over it. Life goes on. Yeah. Last, last, you will apologize <laughs> and say I'm sorry. All right. Um, let me quickly ask you this. Do you think that a couple can be completely ready for a baby? No, no. You never let me finish the... Yeah, because the answer will still be no. Because I, I don't think a couple can understand the magnitude to which changes would happen. Hmm. when a child comes into the mix. They might think that they are, but, well, don't let me say everyone, but for me, <laughs> I I thought I was until, until I gave birth. <laughs> I think I underestimated the power of those little creatures and hmm. how well they can change your life forever. Wow. For the it, It's good, but it takes getting used to. It is getting um, used to someone crying non-stop. And then you do not know what is wrong because it's a baby and it cannot stop. Um, now this just sounds scary. No, it's not scary. <laughs> but it's, I think it's just sometimes <laughs> it's just that mothers especially do not know what to do because the baby does, cannot explain what is wrong mm. and then you get all sorts of advice from everybody. I'm literally seeing women break down and cry when the baby is crying. crying. <laughs> because they've tried changing the diapers, they've given the person food, they've held the baby and then the baby just can't, not stop crying. So I'm seeing women literally break down and cry alone because they are tired, they've not slept in two nights because when the baby is awake, is sleeping during the day, they get to do house chores, take care of themselves, and then at night when it's time for them to sleep, the baby is awake all night long. Then the next day, the cycle starts. So they are tired, they're emotionally stressed, and then the baby would not stop crying. So I've seen women actually break down. Mm. That's why postpartum depression is actually a thing. Yeah. It's a, yeah. a lot of people don't think so, but it's actually a thing and yeah. it's real. But we then, probably talk about that on one thank God for Thank God for his grace. So I, I, I think God has given the women the inner strength to be able to undo situations like this i I keep saying the woman because she's in the thick of it all Mm. you know the fathers are there but they're like passive participants the woman is the active Active participant that's why i keep using the the word the um she so um but i don't think couples are usually fully ready for the magnitude of change that they're going to experience because now we're used to think of my husband and I now you start thinking of somebody else you want to go somewhere you have to think of how that place is going to fit into the, this little one's itinerary but now this little one is the boss and your world your movements and world now literally revolves around the the baby or the child as he or she grows but with time it actually does get better full okay. time so um i i think i think really. couples can be ready to a large extent, extent. and that readiness usually does help a lot. In the long run, okay. It helps a lot. All right. So uh, one final thing before we begin to wrap this up. Um, so we've been talking about this 
cycle and how these uh, couples predicaments in quotes is not something new, right? And you are a millennial parent. Do you think that that cycle will continue for millennial parents no. where they expect or have certain expectations concerning their adult children no. when the time comes? I'm saying no because the children are not being brought up the way we were brought up. <laughs> sadly, I don't know if it's sadly or coincidentally or happily. I don't know which. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not sure if it's sad or it's good or it's happy. I'm not sure which yeah. one it is. But our children now are not being brought up the way that we were brought up. Not in a bad way. Mm. The children of nowadays are more outspoken. Mm -hmm. They understand their rights and tend mm -hmm. to want to fight or stand for what is what they feel their rights are. Mm -hmm. They can be entitled, sometimes not in a good way. That's mm -hmm. when the parents come in to yeah. cope the excesses. When I was growing up and my mom tells me to do something, I'm not sure no I ever why. <laughs> well, like... Hello, I don't understand. Before you finish the why, before you get to the end. Exactly. So, so you get my point. I'm not sure I, I could conceive the idea of wanting to find out why it's necessary for me. That's why we have a lot of archaic customs that were passed down and then mm. all of a sudden you are beginning to question it. Like yeah. when the baby is e and they put white thread <laughs> Sadly, I did that. As I was growing up, I, I began to ask questions that. So one day I asked, there's some things I asked my mom, mm. you know, as I was, the children were growing, I'm like, why do you even, that? She was like, that's the way she met it. And that, sadly, that's true. That's the way it was. But the children of nowadays would not just accept that. Mm. Can you stop doing that or do this, this, this? Mommy, but why? Because in their minds, they don't think whatever it is that they're doing is wrong. wrong. Then you find that you have to explain because mm. this is, this is, this is. So I'll give you a typical example. This morning I was preparing fruits for my son to go to school. So he said, Mommy, I hope this apple will not start turning brown. Like, because when it starts turning brown, he doesn't really like it. So I said, it probably would. And I said, but I've explained to you why it turned brown. He said, no, you have not. Hmm? So I saw that he was waiting. <laughs> so I decided to explain that, okay, when you cut the Clap. apple open and you're exposed to it for some time, it starts to turn brown. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. bad. It just means that the color is changing because of the air and all that. So he said, oh, okay. Now I know that when it turns brown, he has it in his mind that it's not that it's bad. Bad. It's just because that's next just that it's air. But then he probably will still bring it back. <laughs> that's part of what I'm saying because in his mind, I don't like brown apples. <laughs> I prefer my apples to be normal color. Mm -hmm. So he probably would not still eat it. It might, it might not, depends. Mm -hmm. But if it was me all those years back, I would eat it and not ask why it was brown in the first place. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's what they gave me. So I yeah. a situation where I would take it back and somebody would now give me a knock on the head. <laughs> but he would not do that. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying, that the children of nowadays are being better exposed to what it means to actually be a child that is supposed to know some things mm -hmm. at a certain age. Mm. So there are, something, there are certain things that you should know as yeah. you progress in life. So when they become adults, I want to believe that conversations like this would not be too difficult to um, have. Not because they would want to spice the parent, but because yeah. they, they would... I, I, I can imagine my son sitting me down telling me that, no, it's not yet time because I need to get this, this, this in order and all that and all that. And he would not expect you to argue because as far as he's concerned, it's his own. 
and he has explained to you gently mm-hmm. like a reasonable person. <laughs> so in his mind, you should be reasonable enough to accept the explanation and then work with him to achieving the goal. Mm. So that, that's what I think. So um, as parents, I think it would put us in check mm-hmm. so that we don't continue that vicious cycle and then just let it go on and on and on. So I want to believe that there will be a balance somewhere. And okay. It will be better. Alrighty. Okay. Hi, Vaz. There you have it. So let's just recap for our hivers in the mill, the couple, what your advice is for them. So, like I said, you, if your parents are open to conversations, mm-hmm. maybe you've not had before or you had it in a way that was not like a conversation, mm-hmm. I think you should sit them down and explain why it is that you are not ready. And then say in about a few months or one year, we should have gotten all that we want and all that. But like I said, be ready for blackmail and um, all those um, kind of matters. Gimmicks. Uh, but it, it would work, it can work if your parents are open to things like that. Okay. Uh, secondly, just make up your mind to not let it bother you okay. and to not give anyone any explanation and mm-hmm. just keep taking the herbs and the advices and mm-hmm. they will tell you to stand this way, sleep this way, <laughs> don't do this if you are bending down too much, don't bend too much, don't stand in the hot sun, don't drink too cold water, don't drink too hot water, the wound will be hot. Get ready to take it all in good faith. Take the ago and mm. all of that mm. and then give it to a well-deserving person <laughs> and wait for when you are ready mm-hmm. and then share the joyous news when you are ready and mm-hmm. it happens. And everybody will be happy because as far as they're right. concerned, the ago and the advice has helped. So I, I think... Any one of them that you decide to do will just be okay. So I will not tell you which one to do. Although I know the one you should do in my heart, <laughs> in my mind. All right, all right. Thank you so much. And I'll just add that for the extended family members. You mind that business. You just, you know, wisdom, they say, is profitable to direct, right? So let wisdom guide you in dealing with, with them, right? And I have a resource for you. I remember that it just really occurred to me while I was while we were doing this that I did an episode sometime I think in 2019. I don't know how long you've been listening to the podcast for, but it's either episode 65 or 66, and it's tagged uh, "Marriage Inspectors and Wound Watchers." You remember? Ah! Yes. So. Go, go listen to it. You, yourself and your husband, you know, have a podcast listening date. And listen, listen to it. I share some tips on how to handle all these aunties that will just be monitoring your, no, your stomach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? So, um, yes, that, that is a resource for you on dealing with the extended family and whoever else thinks they have an opinion, right? But for, for those that are important, your parents especially, um, our contributor, Yobosa, has given us tips on what to do. So um, we'd like to know how this pans out eventually. Please uh, keep us in the loop. You can send us a follow-up mail as to how it all pounds out. And we are rooting for you both. (laughs) Wow, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been an interesting 
episode. I mean, I had to take the back seat on this one because when. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, thank you so much, Hivers, for listening. And of, as always, we would like your opinion on this as well. If you've been in a similar situation before, you can share with us how you handled it and how you, you know, got out of that fix. Uh, you can send us an email to theladieshive at gmail.com or follow us on social media. If you are not already, why are you not following? Because we share more tips and more things on there. It's literally a whole community. So connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Ladies Hive. And of course, follow my contributor on our social media platforms as well. Mom on this on three dudes <laughs> mom underscore and three, three dudes. dudes on instagram you can you know slide into our dm as well if you have questions and she will be happy to help out and of course if you want to know what i get to do in my personal time and space please do follow me on instagram and twitter at twe underscore 12 my name is tian and i will see you in the next episode <laughs> Let me hear your bye now. Bye. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Mwah. <laughs>